You might say, Alfie, Elvis hasn't left the building. He has, in fact, entered the building and entered the topic of discussion for this week. Um, this episode is in affiliation with Audible yet again. Uh, carry on listening to hear more on that. And without further ado, let's get going. Let's go. Because I've got, lots, I've got, I've got a lot to say this, this episode. Yeah. Because yeah, that's- as much as I've enjoyed things that we've watched for this before, you know, this is the first thing that we've watched. This is the first thing that we've been watching as it as it has come out that I've that I've, okay. that I've thought is like actually great. No, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this episode was one that we picked for a couple of reasons. Partly because we, uh, you you can only cover so many just franchise topics in a row before you get tired of it. Yeah. Um, and secondly, because I, I picked this one because I thought that this was just going to be, we were either going to love this one or hate this one. And this was going to be either the first contender for worse than Morbius, which for, if you're new to this, our rating system is better or worse than Morbius. It's a whole thing. Go back and listen to the other episodes. Um, thought this could have been the first contender for that. Um, whether it is or isn't, who knows? But, uh, I feel like I've, I feel like I have given it away though, that it's probably not. Yeah, I mean, it's better than Morbius. We'll start with that. But anyway, um, before that, before any of this, uh, we, in the last couple of episodes, have started a new thing. We do the news, but not the news that you might want, not important news. Um, just what's happening? What's happening, what's happening in the world of, of films? In the world of films. And, and other things. This week, it's just films we've got to talk about. Um, but let me kick us off. So, last year... Uh, before we were podcasting, before we were talking about films on the internet, we were watching films together. Uh, but we went to see a little film, a little action flick, a little indie film called Godzilla vs. Kong. <laughs> and if you remember, we loved it. It was, a, it was a wild, a wild ride, that movie. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, but they have announced there is a sequel. Godzilla vs. Kong 2 is coming out in 2024. What's it going to be about? Are they going to fight again? Are they friends? What's happening? Are they both going to fight a new monster? Well, so let's break down the premise of the of the first movie for those who for those who missed it. Godzilla vs Kong. A little rundown of the um of the plot of that of that movie. So, yeah. uh, King Kong is in a testing facility. They're keeping him in there, which he breaks out of, I believe. Well, no, 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 no. They're trying to transport him somewhere else. And in the process, I don't know why I haven't seen any of the other movies in that franchise, but it lures out Godzilla. Yeah, neither of us had seen no, the first No, because they've got, because they have trilogy. to fight. They need to fight each other because they can only be like one big creature on Earth at a time or something. Well, I think that is, yeah, literally. Yeah, is that what it is? Well, because there's a hole under the crust of the... Have you ever seen Ice Age... Um, with dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Similar like situation. That. Under the ground, there's all the dinosaurs and stuff. But when they're over the ground, there can only be one. Yeah. And Godzilla doesn't like it. Yeah. So Godzilla comes up, and Godzilla is like three or four times the size of King Kong, and he's a huge armor. Well, and- I, I think at, a, at a being generous to King Kong is Godzilla three or four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good chunk more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they, but then King Kong has an axe. He's got a big. He gets the axe later in the foot because he goes to the, he goes under the ground and he finds his throne. Yeah, he finds his he throne, his have. king throne. Because that's why he's King Kong and not just, just Kong. Kong. Yeah, and so presumably Donkey Kong is somewhere. They're part of the same family. <laughs> somewhere, <laughs> Donkey yeah. Kong's the sort of like the the weird the weird nephew 
you kind of got the redneck uncle, <laughs> the redneck uncle <laughs> of the family, um, and then they fight a few. They fight a few times. Meanwhile, yeah, they, get, they have a couple bouts. Meanwhile, Millie Bobby Brown uncovers Robot Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla, and then Mecha Godzilla turns up, and then King Kong and Godzilla realize that actually they have a common foe, and that is um, industrialization. I.e. <laughs> yeah. I.e. the replacement of regular giant lizards with robot ones. Um yeah. taking the work away from the uh the, the previous skilled the, the previous skilled theory. workers in that field. So um King Kong and Godzilla team up to kick the shit out of Robot Godzilla. Well no, no, because so Mecha Godzilla kicks the shit out of regular Godzilla. Wait. Like he properly dispatches Godzilla, and it's King Kong who comes in with his axe, and he's like, "You weren't designed to fight me. You were designed to fight a lizard, but I'm a monkey. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a small. I'm a. I'm a comparatively axe. tiny monkey. Yeah, but he has big. He has big axe that Godzilla is supercharged with his atomic. Oh, bread, so. he does that, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. So he's got atomic axe. Yeah, nuclear axe. Atomic hawk, if you will. You see what I did? There? Yes. Um, and then. <laughs> and then they return to the earth, yep. and that's where we leave them. But presumably they're not mates. Like, I think I they, know. I think they found common ground. Yeah, but the, but that common ground is dead. So they're going to. No, 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 no. Because at the end, because at the end of that fight's done, they is, they do the equivalent of like a handshake and going their separate ways. Like they're not friends, but they're you know they're not going to try and kill yeah, each other again. They're worn out. I reckon. Give it like, give it a, a couple years. Because no, Godzilla really nearly killed King Kong. He could have just finished him off in that moment. After because he's not you know because Godzilla's not a dick like he's he's not you know he's not like like that's suggesting he's a good bloke but also I don't think he's the no but also I think he is no because isn't monkey when he's down. he's supposed to be a good bloke isn't he because it's like he only returns to Earth oh no that's why he comes back to Earth because they're making Mecha Godzilla and because they no, he hasn't left Earth no 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 no, no but to planet. the surface that's why he comes because they're making oh yeah 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 because yeah. yeah, they're like protectors aren't yeah, they? yeah 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 Godzilla anyway uh, yeah so they're doing a sequel. We, we, we're 100 we're gonna cover it that. i mean this will probably still be going in 2024 it'd be weird if it wasn't so yes we'll cover that um swiftly on uh so november 17th 2023 yep it's a big it's a big day for many because dune 2 and also the hunger games ballad of songbirds and snakes come out on that day wait november this year no 2023 oh uh, I, I can't remember I, I, I might have just I might have just misheard you, but either way. Back to recording this late, so <laughs> I don't know what we're saying. Either either um, way, um, cool. Who? But who? So Dune Two's date got announced a bit ago. I don't. So someone was sat there and went, "I'm on the team for the Hunger Games: Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes." This film that we're already going to struggle to bring people into. So what day should we release it? But we've got the whole the whole year to play with because like generally that sort of. Uh, slate is kept fairly empty until next year when these films start getting announced. But they were like, no, no, one day is occupied and it's going to be probably the biggest movie of the year. We'll, yeah, we'll have that. <laughs> we'll take that we'll one. We'll go for that one. Yeah. I'm not, but I have to be. I don't care. I, I don't particularly care you, about either of those movies. Well, I was saying to you, I don't really care about Dune 2 as like slanderous as that sounds and as just like shocking as that might be. But I do care in a way because. I after watching Elvis, I'm quite excited to see Austin Butler get a big role. Yeah, because up till now we get, a, get another big he role. In, well, no, because he did Elvis, but that's like his first like lead in a big film. Yeah, yeah. 
like he was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm-hmm. but he's he's a he's a minor character. Mm-hmm. He was in Sharpay's Big Adventure or whatever it's called. You know that film? He was in that, but he's not really <laughs> done any like. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, they're out next year, and again, like, inevitably we'll cover Dune. We might not cover The Hunger Games. I think it'd be funny to... I think I think it would be good to do The Hunger Games and then have our first ever segment where we talk about a book, and then we read The Hunger Games book. I don't want to read them again. I don't, I, I've read the first one in English class. I don't want to... I also don't want to read them again, but... I, I'll never touch those books again. They... The Hunger Games, to me were the most frustrating thing because they were so horrendously overrated but like they were written for teenagers obviously but it felt like they were written for kids I know what you mean but about a topic that's not for kids and it's just a confusing anyway that's the... we're talking about a book we're already we're doing, doing a book review our first segment we're doing a book review hey. I think uh, aside from the fact that uh, James Cameron has, has said that Avatar 2 is so long that you will need to get up and go and pee during it and there won't be a pee break, uh, Disney has changed Jessica Jones's title to AKA Jessica Jones, which probably means that's coming back for another season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is it. That's th- those last two bits were were quickly done because they have literally just come out and I'm looking at them like live as they come out and there's not really much more to them, but that is news done. Elvis has left the news building. And now it's time to talk about Elvis has entered the the film review building. He's gone into the adjacent building on the lot. He has. He's he's in a different room. He's kicking up. He's in the same complex, but he's in a different room. He's been carted on in. So as far as it goes, uh, we are going to, straight away we're going to spoil it. It's been out for a week. Um, well, about two weeks now, actually. So it's been out for about two weeks. Um, as far as it goes, yeah, it's not 100% factual. But if you know Elvis's life, you generally know what's going to happen. Yeah. And if you don't know what Elvis is, about Elvis's life, I mean, like, that's been out for a good, good few years now, for, for 87 years. So, um, Elvis has been kicking about for 87 years, so if you haven't so, heard yeah, of what happened gonna... to him yet, that's on you. Yeah, that's on you. So, yeah, I mean, straight into spoilers. What we will do, though, brief thoughts. What do you, what do you, uh, do you think it was good? Do you think it was bad? Uh, do, you, do you think it was somewhere in between? What are we thinking? I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. And it's Baz Lemon. Oh, wait, we should just clarify. This is Elvis the movie we're talking about. I don't think we mentioned that yet. We are talking about the Elvis movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Carry on. I, we didn't at any point say what we're talking about this week, did we? We've just been, make, uh, we've just been making Elvis jokes. But Yeah, I mean, if, look, I, yeah, if you've it's... got past the title and you've got past the thumbnail, which I've so lovingly and caringly edited <laughs> to say Elvis on it, um, you know what? I can't help you with that. Yeah. I can't help you with, with, with basic reading comprehension. But, um, yeah, talking about the talking album, about the, did, you, did you like it? I, I did like it. I really liked it. I, 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 w- I was very pleasantly surprised. I was, it, it was one of those things that I'd seen the trailers for and, you know, so the, um, the critics, re- critic reviews, whatever, came out a while ago. Rough, yeah, and so it, it got absolutely slammed. Um, and then as soon as opening weekend or whenever it was, came around. People went out to see it. Um, audience re- audience reactions were overwhelmingly positive. Mm-hmm. And I, as an audience member, also have a pretty positive review. Yeah. It was, it was I mean, a pretty good film. Like, I think 
for me, when the first trailer came out, I remember like I, what, I think we were watching Morbius, and I th- well, I was watching it, and I sent you a text saying we got to watch the Elvis movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I loved it. I w- I I was gonna go back and see it again, but it's this takes me on to my first note. It's really, really long. So I yeah, I, how long is it? Because I didn't. I, I clocked it being long, having been long when I got out. It doesn't. It doesn't feel no. like super long. But it I, doesn't I at all. But in. I, I left and realised it was a lot later than. Yeah. So it's two hours and forty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Which okay. Is a long film. Like I know that in the age of like superhero blockbusters, that's becoming kind of the norm. As you go and watch like a Marvel film, and it's about two and a half hours, but. For a music biopic, that is yeah, that's long. long. That's long. That said, uh, it gets not even just an Elvis, not even just on the Elvis front, but it gets a lot covered in that time. Like it's a, it's a massive sort of like we're into the proper review, I guess. It's a massive sort of tribute to American culture, music culture, black culture. Um, specifically, there's a lot of emphasis on. I think giving credit to the inspiration he drew from yeah uh, black music culture, which I think is I but, I think is is like mega important and often like overlooked in other than in criticism of Elvis. Yeah, I mean, we spoke about we had an off air conversation about it because you said um, about cultural appropriation, yeah. and I was I had read an article that, like while you were in the movie saying about no, it was before you were in the movie because before yeah. about how. And it covers it in the film. Elvis grew up in a black neighborhood in Memphis. And so his overwhelming exposure to music probably would have been, I mean, almost definitely was, um, you know, a lot of gospel music. Mm. It was a lot of sort of early rock music. Blues. Um, rock and roll music. Blues, blues, blues. Yeah. yeah. It's more of like he started out covering Hank Snow, but also a lot of the musicians that he had grown up around so mm. it, it's almost more of a tribute and a lot of like a lot in the, in the modern day it's essentially what he was doing with sampling songs like it like it doesn't they didn't do it in the same way back then but like you know look at the way they do it in the film as well and they show the original song and they show his song like yeah, yeah. effectively he's retooling he's not stealing it but anyway yeah. um i liked how they did it i really liked that they made sure to not gloss over that yeah same as same as uh, the events that were going on in the world at the time, yeah. like Martin Luther King's death. I really liked that they didn't because, but they didn't have to show that. Yeah, yeah. Yet they did very much to the film's credit. I think it was it also. Does. I think it was also quite good to contextualize it in an actual time period because I, it's it's kind of it's, it's kind of weird because I am like, I don't know he was only so he was born in. 1935 yeah so he would be 87 now so this isn't all happening that long ago and so halfway through his well not halfway through his career but like a good chunk of the way into his career the Beatles turn up and everyone's and every, in your head there at the same yeah, time and everyone's losing interest in Elvis because the Beatles have just fucking shown up because by the time the Beatles show up in the early 60s He's already been going for like twenty years. Well, yeah, because he was nineteen when he started. Yeah, so, so not quite twenty years, but like, yeah, getting there. I mean, yeah, I mean by, yeah, but when he started his Vegas residency, he was about twenty years in. But it's but that but that Vegas residency was almost as a result of like 
one last big Elvis push. Yeah. Um, obviously, it wasn't supposed to be one last push. Like, no. They didn't predict that he'd die at 42. No. But that was almost supposed to be the big, like, you know. Well, did you, um, um, did you, did you ever watch that uh, Judy Garland biopic? No, I haven't actually. Because it's a very similar story. Yeah, very similar story. And I guess probably a little bit earlier, um, I think she was... Because when the fuck did um, Wizard of Oz come out? Like, on 1930-something? 1939. 1939, okay. And she died in... On the first... Not the first year of his... Second year of his Vegas residency. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But her, her to put it into context, yeah. But so her story was really, really similar, which was yeah. someone who was picked up and forced into showbiz at an age probably where they were too far too young, um, and then just forced to stay in it. She had, she was also an incredible singer, um, and ended up doing um, well into her sort of like, just essentially, essentially ended up um, using drugs doing exactly the same thing as Elvis was being made to do which was do which was take a bunch of uppers every day but go on stage and then get put to sleep so that he could do it again the next day she was doing exactly the same thing and it did exactly the same thing to her and I I'm not sure I'm amazed they showed that though the 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 when it starts yeah and it's Elvis and he's you know he he collapses I'm amazed they showed that and, and and actually said like that the only thing that matters is that man gets up on stage yeah because they again they so easily could have just ignored it yeah they could they could have just cut it off at um, at the end of his heyday kind of thing yeah exactly yeah they, yeah, could, yeah. they could have ended the film with the vegas residency at the start of that and just showed the first one that's yeah. it don't show older elvis yeah but i i i, I like the I like the decision to do that. And also because I think it was important, it's important for them to show that so that you can kind of then see the, the colonel's like comeuppance and the, not that he really gets one, but so you can, you can get a kind of sense that Elvis at least tried to like, 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 like sort of, sort of came really, really close to, to winning almost yeah i mean it, it was too late yeah because it's like it's it's okay uh, do you know what that's something i want to start with yeah um so film opens up and and, and immediately we're going to sort of take a little turn away but, but i'll get to my point is immediately the film is really jarring right and that's what i said to you before you go and you've got to be aware that this film is just going to be very uh you know well, it's just Baz Luhrmann, but yeah of course yeah but it opens up on this big bright vegas scene and it's the colonel and he's gambling and he's saying about you know some see me as the villain in this story yeah um first of all yeah you are secondly the film then takes a bit of a weird wishy-washy approach to that because it shows all the way through like he 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 might as well in in every every single scene when elvis talks he might as well just go Mm, yes, but I'm going to work you to death, Elvis. Because that is all his approaches <laughs> yeah. all the way through. Much like in real life, you know, he was this dude. He was it, exactly like Tommy Wiseau. Came from Europe. Nobody knows where. Nobody knows his backstory. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So much like they touched on in the film, like nobody even knows his real name. You know, they uh, yeah. 
they they he's 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 from the Netherlands. We know that, but we don't know really any more. Or maybe they do know. I don't know. But at the time, they didn't. I think they do. I think they do say his real name at one point. I think they. I think he gets found out, but it sort of just doesn't really come to anything. Yeah, because because it cuts between it cuts to him in the scene the the scenes of him with like sitting around some some boardroom with a bunch of yeah like yeah. God knows who, um, and he sort of they're like. Oh, you know, you don't have a passport. You don't have a whatever. We've realised that you're whatever. Whoever. Well, that's why he can't leave then... the country, isn't it? That's why he can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, wonder. Yeah. So that's... We should have looked into this, but I wonder how much truth there is in the fact that because Elvis did, you know, he didn't wasn't entirely restricted to the USA, but for the most part, his shows were done in the USA. So I wonder how much of that is actually because the Colonel couldn't leave the country. Um. I feel like probably there's not there's probably not any like official decision on that, right? Oh, I don't know. That's what like, I'm saying. Like probably probably you you wouldn't be able to find the but Elvis would never say that. No, and well, would never have had the opportunity to say that. No, but if they that, speak that to Elvis people probably... who knew him and were around him and his family, they could say you know yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. As far as as far as how true some of the stuff in the movie is, is as with every biopic, like there's there's fictionalized stuff to uh, to make it a film because nobody's life is just gonna make a perfect movie, as is. No. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, um, what was I saying? So, the the colonel is this character they set up to to be a villain initially, and then. And, and and I save it, like, you might think, well, like, villain is a bit of a funny term for it. Like, that's actually what they say in the film. Uh, mm-hmm. And then he's sort of, like, almost creating sympathy for himself because he acts as a, uh, almost as a, a narrator. And then at the end of the film, he goes, um, some say I killed Elvis. You know, some say the drugs killed Elvis. What really killed Elvis was you and your love for him. No. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Which... Okay, yeah, yeah. like I get it, like and yeah, like absolutely, there's truth in that. Is if nobody was buying Elvis's records, like he he wouldn't have got to the level of fame he did, and he probably wouldn't have abused the drugs he did, and he probably wouldn't have died. Yeah. But what a weird like way to end that on, like make us because they make no, a hard no, stance in there. But it's I know, but it's 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 that's not actually. I know. No, I know that. That's what I'm saying is the yeah, way yeah. that the film goes all like. Uh, this, look, I don't have any I mean, real criticisms of, know, of the film. Like I, I loved it. You know that. But yeah, yeah. but they kind of go all like wishy washy throughout the film. Is the Colonel this father figure? Is he not? And I know that's because that's how it really was for Elvis. Is is do you trust him? Do you not? Mm-hmm. But it's just like, yeah. it's a really weird like. They start with this line. The film opens with this line of questioning: hmm, "Am I the villain or am I not the villain?" And then it en- ends ends it with the same question. And then he just introduces like another factor that we hadn't even discussed. That's the villain. It's like I don't know. I just I I, I just feel from a filmmaking perspective, um, take a take a hard stance on that because it's it's almost like I don't know. I, it almost felt like that. Like you killed Elvis was almost that just just almost for shock factor at the end of the film for the audience to be like, what? You know? Like, I don't know. I thought... It was good. But... I thought it was... I thought it was quite good, but because that's not actually how he says it, I thought he was going to say, you killed Elvis, but he doesn't. He says, love killed Elvis. Oh, he killed does, Elvis. of course. Yeah, but... but yeah. And 
and he said, and 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 his love for you. I don't know. And... I just I feel like for a because because at the end of the day, um, you are dealing with a with a real guy who who you know despite and we're not really gonna discuss it purely because it's all out there for you to find out. Despite his flaws, Elvis did live a very sort of troubled and sad life in many ways. I think to. Yeah. To, to put the filmmaker's spin on and go, hmm, love killed him. It's like, no, like, many, many sad factors killed that man. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, p- abusive, uh, abusive power and uh, poor health care and being overworked and just flogged for everything he was worth um, yeah. as a musician, as an actor, as an icon killed him and i don't know I, I just felt like it was a weird a weird take on it and again like i'm i'm kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel here because i just i just loved the film like i just thought it was a great film but i that was the one thing where i was a bit like ooh, like like it's almost like if at the end of bohemian rhapsody they were like mm, yes love killed freddie mercury no aids aids did categorically aids killed freddie mercury and it'd be weird to uh to put that spin on it Do you know what i mean i don't know maybe maybe yeah, i'm wrong yeah. about that um, maybe this won't even go in the podcast. Maybe it will. Maybe you're listening right now and you're saying, "Why are you telling us it won't go in the podcast? We're listening to it right now." I don't know. It's it's no. I cause I I, I think I I don't know. Um, I I I quite liked that as a as like yeah, a, as I, like a sentiment. I, but yeah. also, but also, but though, but the fact that it was a sentiment coming from because again, yeah, I don't think that is the case. But that's him saying it. Who's the bad guy trying to shift the blame from everything that he's yeah, of done? Of course, yeah, I get right? that. I fully and so, understand that. And yeah, and and so I I quite liked the the way that they. I also I also like the, the fact that he narrated it. I like yeah. the fact that he narrated it, and he is quite obviously just like there's there's a there's a bit where he's talking to the people in the boardroom and they just and they out him as just straight up being a psychopath, right? Yeah. Well, yes, and no, because. Yes, they did. Or you know, you were discharged from the army for being a psychopath. But they also then say, "But you were never even in the army. You're not a real colonel." Which, like, is that just part yeah, of weird, his fabricated weird story? To pretend to be. Well, yeah, a... but then he said, "Oh, I was, I was pretending to be to get out," and that would be a fair like a, a oh, lot of yeah, people yeah, yeah. like always go in that like plea of insanity type thing to. Yeah. yeah. So. But I mean, yeah. Like again, maybe we could have researched this. But what are we? An Elvis research podcast, or are we just a film Hell podcast? No. So, Hell whether no. he was or wasn't a psychopath or a sociopath or any of that, I don't know. Or I don't know if that was just part of his whole character that he had built for himself. Yeah. Weird character to build for yourself as well. If you're gonna um, go to a different <laughs> cut. Don't make yourself like a high. Well, I say high ranking, but don't make yourself like a, 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 a military personnel because they have extensive records on that. Yeah. Also, I did no one notice he wasn't American. Yeah, because he. Yeah. Because very obvious. Dutch well, that, that said, uh, again, this is just a Tom Hanks portrayal thing in real life, you know. Um. Yeah, but surely there's some yeah. record of whether or not he had a strong Dutch accent. Yeah, right. I don't know. Like, I think that was quite. I think I will. Uh, what I will say is, I I like Tom Hanks, right? But yeah. he was distracting in this movie because a yeah. it's just Tom Hanks in a fat suit, and also is <laughs> he he couldn't have done the more like uh, the more obviously like plotting villain role 
he couldn't have done that more if he tried. It was very much like, ha I'm the bad guy, but with a with a really really uh, pantomime accent on it. It was just like, yeah. Because on the flip side, Austin Butler killed it. He was phenomenal. He's the highlight of the movie. Yeah, hundred percent. Like like you said, like you said uh, before we recorded, like he looks the part, he sounds the part, he can sing like just like Elvis. Like it's 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 insane and i think that every moment that he isn't on screen it feels like a moment wasted which is sounds really harsh but that's not a criticism of the film that's a testament to his performance and if do you know what if yeah. rami malek won the oscar for bohemian rhapsody which you know fair enough it's a, i enjoyed it i thought it was a good movie and i thought he was great as freddie mercury but if he won that oscar then austin butler is guaranteed to win it Gar- yeah. like guaranteed because he was incredible Maybe the best, and, like, music biopic performance of all time? Question mark. Well, let's quickly go through, go through some others. What other ones uh, are you there? got Rami Malek. You got, well, let's get recent ones. You got, you got Rami Malek. You got Taron Egerton as Elton John. You got yeah. the whole crew of the, of the Motley crew in the dirt. You got Sebastian Stan as Tommy Lee. You got, yeah. uh, going back a bit further, you a lot further you got Kurt Russell as Elvis yeah you got Andre 3000 as Jimi Hendrix who underrated performance by the way but uh yeah I think Austin Butler is is by far the best of the bunch he he, he was absolutely he was absolutely incredible yeah um and like that's I don't know there, there's no I can't praise the like I don't know there's there, there's nothing else that stood out more to me in the film than his performance. And, like, the, I don't know, the, 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 ba- the Baz Luhrmann hyper-stylized nature of it. Um, Which is the best way to do as, it as well. That. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. go into that, though. But as, as much as there were moments that I felt that kind of took away from, from it, because it turns it into a, I don't know, I, I I was sort sort of like a a weird fever dream, but but not but not necessarily. I don't know. I don't know. I I think while I was watching it, I think also I think it's specifically the first act. Yeah, and it kind it's very of, jumpy it's specifically and, the, and yeah yeah. But the first act of the movie is 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 quite all over the place. There's a lot of exposition. There's a lot of catching you up to where Elvis is at and how he got there and his childhood and it all and it's all done well it's all paced well it's not that it's not it's not that it's bad no but it's, it's all over the place loads of these it's all over the place and it's cut with loads of these bizarre sort of like half cg shots that has got these crazy weird like funfair kind of creepy visuals but that's half really kind of euphoric and half really sort of like dreamlike and half really nightmarish and and kind of um, unsettling, and I know that's that's just very Baz Luhrmann. It's just like grotesquely over the top that it's a bit unnerving, but like in a kind of well thought out and well put together in an interesting way. Yeah, because it's I I think, and this is something I wrote of. I think I don't think there's any way that you could do because, and I'm going to mention this again when we do Blue Hawaii. I don't think anyone who hasn't grown up in that era can comprehend just the level of fame and 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 yeah ridiculous uh obsession 
that Elvis reached, you know, in the public eye. Uh, yeah. So to do it that way, I think, is very... Because, because you, like, imagine living that life. Like, it's going to be like that. You're going to be... It's yeah. these crazy just ups and downs and all over the place. And, and, and I think that there, it did, did it in such a way that it, A, almost puts you in his shoes of, like, how crazy it is to experience it. Um, yeah. But also, it does a great job, and this is a sort of separate thing, but it does a great job of showing those who weren't around then what it was like to watch him. Like, because I don't know if you yeah. found the same, but I, I was watching, I was like, holy shit, this dude is, like, something else. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, for um, sure. And, and, and even in the way, like, it obviously shows you when it cuts to the fans and how they were reacting. But also just when it... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, because like you say, it is a bit like a weird fever dream. And I think yeah, when you're watching his performances and it's in this weird Baz Luhrmann style and it's really over the top and very, like, you know... Um, almost like ag- aggressively in your face i think yeah, it's the yeah. best way to show him as a person i yeah. don't think you could approach elvis in the same way that you can approach uh you know a, for example we've mentioned bohemian rhapsody a couple times i think freddie mercury was famed for having some like pretty wild parties and all of that but as a person and the way that he almost carried himself was quite reserved and quiet elvis's whole persona was just like he was the the american superstar yeah i think yeah. it does a perfect job of showing that but i don't know maybe i'm maybe i'm reading into it too much but that's how i felt about it i just felt like that was the perfect way to show it was just to make the film in in a way only baz Luhrmann can or does yeah um the perfect director for it yeah i know and i was i so i was skeptical as well at first i was worried that he wouldn't do it well and obviously he would, but but it, but it didn't feel obvious at the time when the first trailer started coming out. I was like, oh, God, fuck, all right. Because Baz Luhrmann for me is very hit and miss. Um, sometimes I really like style and I like the way that it lands in terms of, and I know it's classic one to be favourite Baz Luhrmann movie but Romeo and Juliet right yeah it's so over the top but it works because it's Shakespeare and it works because it's it's so lavish and it's so extravagant um because it's it's theatre and I guess in the same way as this is th- so this is a music film right yeah. it's about the performance and the drama and the whatever like that's the whole that's the whole point of the movie and that's the whole the whole the the entire sort of like overarching theme of Elvis's life is about the performance, about the music. Yeah. I guess the drama and it works really well for that and he's done a fucking great job of um of put of portraying that. And yeah, you're right, like that level of fame, like that that is actually I think completely inconceivable. There, People started a period of time for him. You know? Yeah. There was a period of time where I think and I think it was in the, the, the middle of the 20th century where that level of fame could exist because of the way that the media was structured, right? Because yeah, because of the internet. Now. I mean, you still get, like, if you look at, it sounds stupid to compare them to Elvis and to the Beatles and all that, but when you look at, like, Justin Bieber and One Direction, when they hit the scene, like, the number of people outside their hotels and the number of people that were, like, like, 
you know, sc- know screaming I've... fans that were that were just selling out stadiums every single night and stalking them to their homes and things like that. Like I think we've we've almost yeah. had glimpses of what it was like, but it died out quite quickly. You know, they they had like yeah. literally two th- three think, year spans. You could, yeah, and just in the right, music world, Elvis spanned music yeah. film you know m- merchandise like as they show in the film like there, there are elvis toasters yeah, badges yeah. dolls pens beds you know like elvis everything yeah. you can imagine um i think in a way i think in a way justin bieber probably might have been the last one of those of that scale i, I would say right? one direction but i know they're a group but when yeah. they broke up, I mean, people yeah, were, right, were threatening right, to right. kill themselves, which is horrible, and that's not something I'm suggesting is a good part of celebrity culture. But like, you've got to be massive. And for I that suppose, to Harry, and I suppose Harry, Harry Styles. I don't think he's quite yeah. there yet again because like he's kind of having to build up it. This is a completely separate discussion, but he's kind of building up his career again and winding back up into that. But if anyone's going to get there, I think absolutely it'll be him. If anyone's going to get to the Elvis level, it's going to be Harry Styles. Yeah. But even then, I just, even you know, I don't know if, I don't know if he would, I don't think it but, would but, but also Elvis and, is like the first we've seen of that, like of that type of fandom. Yeah. Um, that scale. Yeah. That yeah. just absolutely inconceivable scale. Something that was so great about this movie, like I think that I'm, I find so fascinating celebrity culture both like as people and who they are and often for the worst but but like i have i love that but i also love just looking at how people view these celebrities and they are still like that celebrity status is is waning but it's still you know impossible to imagine for us but i love to see how it was then and i love to see how it was for someone who is even bigger than any of the people now um yeah and i think it's so fascinating that like people treated him like he was a god yeah yeah, yeah. like now obviously these celebrities they hold like massive amounts of power and they have a lot of fans and i, and I don't think either of us are going to suggest for a minute that celebrities aren't popular anymore yeah. but you you i don't know you'll you'll never see people react how they did to Elvis, I th- but I th- I think because the the world at large had never seen that before. Exactly, it was the first. It was the it was a, yeah, yeah. I mean, anyway, and pe- people have been making and and the movie makes a very as we were as we touched on earlier. The movie makes a very good point of making this clear that they're and acknowledging this. But people have been making music like that for God knows how long before Elvis turned up. He he was the first white but, kid to do it. But he yeah he was the first ki- white kid to do it, and therefore at the time the first the first person to do it who um like big record executives felt like they could publish right yeah yeah and and so the fact that elvis ended up sort of being this kind of bridge between i don't know it's 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 really interesting i think but also i also i but i like the fact that they didn't shy away from that as well yeah. because they could really easily have just not bothered talking about the political exactly side yeah it. it was it was great that they um, did that and great that they uh i really loved that and particularly i think the best part of it is when he's putting together his like first vegas show and he's doing uh that's all right and he's like put, like constructing that in like you know on screen 
Um, yeah. And as I love that was so that much. was amazing. But I really liked, and they do it throughout the film where in between him putting it together and then rehearsing it and in between him do, performing it live where they put the scene of the of him of him watching it through the you know like where he's looking through the wall with his friends at the start of the film yeah yeah, yeah. i love that because, you know what i mean like it's yeah yeah, 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 yeah. i don't know that's that, like that doesn't really do it justice if you haven't seen it but just the way they actually do acknowledge like elvis made this huge and he's making this amazing spectacle out of it but yeah it acknowledges his where, roots the, yeah, and the, that music's yeah, roots yeah. And, and yeah not just his but like that that whole like i said it's this big tribute to that culture and um yeah in a time and, and again people like people forget that like people like segregation was still a huge thing during elvis's yeah. career like it was you know like i said martin luther king died during nearing the end of elvis's career in in 68 uh, yeah so like yeah I think it's really important that it does show that and it doesn't shy away from it. And they really, really do it in, in, in a way that, um, that shows both how the country received Elvis and how he himself made his career. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And I just thought it was, I thought it was excellent, but yeah, uh, just on a completely separate note. Yeah. That scene where he's putting that show together was probably my favorite bit. Part of that is, actual recordings of Elvis in Vegas and part of it is Austin Butler and they've sort of spliced them together. I didn't realise that. Yeah. That's great. Uh, a lot of the Vegas show is it's Oh oh what do you mean do you mean the final show? No, no, I mean the I mean the rehearsal no. scene. Yeah. So yeah, okay, so bits okay. of it are I think the majority of the talking bits of that are Austin Butler. Yeah. Which yeah, is okay. really clever. Because because it's also stuff that the public has never heard before that was previously unheard so it's really interesting i think that they've done that yeah uh yeah i don't know i loved that scene and i loved the whole vegas residency and i loved especially the end bit where you got fat suit austin butler as yeah. an older elvis I, I, and then it and then it becomes and then it becomes yeah. the, the actual footage of him. Yeah, that was... I, I, was do, I, nearly, I, I nearly fucking I was going to say that. I was... That was emotional. Yeah. yeah. I... That... It, and, then, and then all the footage of... Of him... Young and... Yeah. Like... Going through his life with the actual footage of him and... Yeah. And to be fair, it, made, it, it did make me realise how... Good the job they did with making Austin Butler look like Elvis. Oh, they did a phenomenal also, job. Yeah, they really did. Um, but also, just like I, I think I think it, the the movie did such an incredible job of, in, in a way that a lot of biopics can sometimes not do particularly well, of just really, really, really humanizing him. Yeah, but not in a and, way that feels you, fake and, either. Yeah, exactly. In a, in a, I, I think probably like, so his, his, the, the, the scene where he collapses and then goes straight back on stage mm. and then has a drunken, drugged up breakdown on stage. Did that happen? Um, Was, did so that something, is, is that something that actually the happened? The scene where he's talking about the colonel abducting him, that didn't yeah. happen there. That is a, did apparently happen like backstage. It didn't yeah, happen okay. with him on the microphone. But, um yeah i mean he was having a lot of like there's a lot of footage of him talking about god knows what um barely understandable 
yeah. at that time. So yeah, it's kind it's kind of a blend of of stuff that that happened but not publicly, and then the public image of it, and they've kind of blended it in a way that works on film. Um, yeah, but yeah, I loved that. That was great. Um, I think also this is the other thing is I think you realize how much he sounds like Elvis as well when he is saying things that Elvis never said, like, like that, like the colonel's abducted me, you know, he's an alien, whatnot. Yeah. That Elvis has never said publicly, but still like, if you listen to that, you might just go, Oh yeah, that's Elvis talking, which sounds obvious, yeah. but like, it's, it's almost like, uh, like I don't, I think you'd really struggle to, if you played clips side by side and just dropped some of Austin Butler in there, I think you'd struggle to actually pick out who's who. Yeah, yeah, like sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, it's I, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I was, I don't know, man. I, I was, I, it was so fucking. It was just so fucking good. And I, like, I don't know. You said that it was, it's, it was quite a long film. Didn't feel like that at all. Didn't feel like there was no point that you felt like you were, you were, you were. Pushing I was through. amazed when I looked at the time after I got out, and three hours had yeah. passed. I was amazed because I yeah. didn't feel like it. I yeah. want to talk about, um, uh, just quickly, the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that, El- like, obviously, you know, Elvis, we all know his, like, his music's widely loved. It's great. But yeah, the Doja Cat track, I actually really liked. It sounds stupid because you wouldn't yeah. expect it. You would go, oh, Doja Cat song in an, El- in, in, in an Elvis film. Uh, but yeah. she recorded the track so... for it. That's great. Eminem track is terrible. I hate the Eminem track. That was at the start. Um, yeah, I loved that Gary Clark Jr. and his bit of come together as he's out on the stage. It's only the guitar bit, but comes on stage. Yeah, loved that. Um, there were a couple of tracks that were cut, but are on the on the soundtrack itself that are really good. But I, I, I they, I'm really, I really enjoyed the fact that they put a lot of effort into making original songs for the movie as well. Yeah, uh, because they didn't have I, to. So I thought it would be a. Um... But it would be a, a tenant situation where it says, you know, original music by Travis Scott, and then in the trailers, no, not in the trailers, when, when, as soon as the credits roll, it's just the theme song, and then it's Travis Scott wailing over it in auto tune. Yeah. Um, and, but I, I, fair play to them that they used those original songs in the movie. It might, I mean, it was, it was just, it was just so incredibly just fucking Baz Luhrmann, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, like Romeo and, and Juliet, like we said earlier. Yeah. Like that 90s and soundtrack. I, I kind of was not sure how I felt about it. I, I didn't it at quite the time, cool but looking that... back on it, I, I just think it was, I think it was a, a gamble that is better than it is bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just, I, I like think it was quite moves. cool the way they integrated, they, the way they integrated all the different, I don't know, like, they, they took Elvis, or they took, not Elvis, fucking hell, Austin, Austin Butler, <laughs> yeah, singing, and doing his performance as Elvis in a very authentically, like, sort of, you know, in a very authentic, re- like, recreation of how Elvis would have done it, and then suddenly it turns into something else that's this really cinematic, like, dramatic, produced movie soundtrack, something else that then becomes Doja Cat, and I don't know, whatever, like it, like all the music was, all the new stuff that wasn't Elvis originals, or not that his music was originals, but <laughs> yeah. anyway, it was all integrated into the film in quite an interesting way that worked with the stuff that was supposed to be Elvis. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of cool. 
I and also in isolation, I liked the most of the original tracks. I thought they were really good, but I'm just not. Although I mean, maybe it was fine. Like I get, like, like, maybe it was fine. Points of view. Like I don't know. Yeah, like maybe it actually was I fine. Just, and maybe I I. And I'm kind of tired of we watch these films and it's just like paint by like our even our reviews are just like paint by numbers because you can say like oh yeah I liked this thing and then in the next film you can say yeah I like that same thing and the next film it's the same thing it's the same thing it's the same thing and you go oh I yeah. like the soundtrack but generally the soundtrack is the same thing um, yeah but for this one I just I really like that they take these gambles and it makes it uh, it makes it easy better for us because we got something different to talk about. But also, I just think I, I love to watch a film and just say, like, they really took a gamble on it. And, and, and with Baz yeah. Luhrmann, like, it's not really a gamble anymore because he's done this for so long and so many times over such a successful career that, like, obviously he knows that it's going to pay off. But yeah, even just for the studio to look at that and go, like, yes, you can put that track in into this, yeah. into this Elvis biopic. Like... I even if it even if it doesn't really fully work, and yes, it is a bit jarring, and it does just feel a bit like a glorified, expensive music video at those points. Yeah. Um, it's just really, it was just really enjoyable to see. Like, yeah, do you know what? Like, they did something different. They didn't just play like a generic orchestral theme over that, or they didn't just play an Elvis track. You yeah. know. Um. So just for that, I got to give it credit. I really liked it, and 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 they're they're really good tracks, like as a standalone, except that Eminem one, which I hope gets lost in in a fire somewhere, like the original master of it, because <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, um, I honestly that I don't even remember that. No, neither did that song. Our our friend who who we mention a fair bit in this, but we won't name him till he appears on here. Uh, it was the first thing I noticed. It's at the beginning of the film. It's like um when he's taking to the stage for like the first time it plays it's only yeah. a little bit of it those scenes in that club um i thought were some of my favorite bits of the movie as well mm. him hanging out with bb king and then you see um uh who is it playing little richard i don't know who's um, playing him let me look it up now um alton manson oh, there you go well done alton, alton, alton mason well sorry. done mason alton mason, mason. Fucking brilliant! Damn. It's so cool. Oh yeah, um, no, it's great. That that all of that is great. And again, like a plays as more of a tribute than anything else, which I really like. Alton Devon Mason. I'm, I'm gonna pronounce it Alton, I think, because it's like Alton Towers. It's spelled the same. So Alton Devon Mason is an American male model, the first black male model to ever have walked for Chanel. No way. Um, GQ GQ Australia named him Male Model of the Year in 2019. Forbes listed him in its 30 Under 30 2021 for art and style. And good uh, acting was... performance. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't list him for that, but they should have. Uh, and he's 24. Well, there you go. Um, yeah, no, um, I, I love that stuff. I, but I just, I, I really do just think like, because in my head, all I can sort of I I mean I watched it a bit ago, so maybe it's just that. But like, just that that final act of the film where he's like living in the hotel and he's just like kind of losing it and like like um and he's starting to get the death threats and he's putting together the show and it's just this whole like it's almost like the downfall but also his peak. Yeah. I loved that. Just the, all of those scenes. They a they were shot amazingly and the I've completely forgotten to mention this is his comeback special, the sixty eight special. 
the Christmas special. Yeah, with with the in- leather jumpsuit and everything. And a, it looks identical to the real thing. Yeah. But yeah. b, that it just it's it's an amazing set. Like it's shot so well. And um, Dacre Montgomery, just the- uh, Billy from Stranger Things, and the Red Ranger and Power yeah, Rangers yeah. is in it. And I it took me a second, and I was like, is that him? Is that him? I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was Zac Efron. <laughs> I can see that. Like I can see why you would. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, uh, I, I, he was good. Uh, but that was so good, and the and and the way they just it completely screeches to a halt for Martin Luther King's death, and then obviously he comes out with um, "If I Can Dream." But yeah, just I I don't know. That was all done so well, and I loved the the where he's just like completely abusing drugs and everything. And he's a complete wreck, and he's fucking wandering around his hotel room with a gun. Like, yeah. and he puts the, and, and, and like in real life, I didn't realize this, but he had, he, on his Vegas, in his Vegas shows, he had a gun in his boot in case he got attacked on stage again. Because uh, there were so many death threats. So, like, Elvis was willing yeah. to kill a man in front of everyone. <laughs> yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, just, I don't know. I just thought it was excellent. I would have liked, um, and this feels like it could be the segue, but it's not going to be, I would have liked maybe if they did a bit of his film career more. Because yeah. I said we spoiler alert for the podcast, we're doing Blue Hawaii again. If you've gotten this far and you don't know that already, then n- nobody can help you. But it would have been really cool to see because in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Leonardo DiCaprio does some of Steve McQueen's scenes in some of his films that he's auditioned for in that film, and they almost remake yeah. them. It would have been really cool to see like Austin Butler do Blue Hawaii. Or something like that, you know. Um, that would have been cool. I would have liked if they did his film career a little more, but I can understand why they didn't, because it would have been a four-hour film if they did. Yeah. I loved it. I don't know. I feel like I'm... I feel like, as far as it goes, that's about all I can say, really, on it without us, just because I could easily talk about this movie for hours. Yeah. yeah I loved it so much. But I think that's probably um, to save... You guys, I've got a couple little. I've got a couple little things that. I'll, yeah, that no, go for it. That's fine. Yeah, with. I'm just saying. I'm. Um, but, um, kind of, I I think it's a Baz Luhrmann thing. Um, but and this also this also might be a me thing, mm. but um, just like feeling of overwhelming, inevitable, crushing dread. Yeah, points. You I know? get that. Yeah. Um, and I and I and I think I think um, his Great Gatsby film has a similar thing. Oh, I forgot he there's did something, that film. There's something quite weirdly uh, dystopian about the way that he, the way that his movies. There's some kind of vibe of. It's almost like a. There's almost like a kind of weird uncanny valley thing. Yeah. About yeah. his films, I don't know what. But it I think is. also um, the fact that they're so in your face and like and so positive and like. Yeah, like you there's almost so... know something's like it can't stay like that. Like it has to come yeah. crashing down. They're so bright and yeah. garish and glaring and yeah, it's, it, 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 yeah, it's 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 kind of like it's it's sort of it feels like that. So like I don't know, like like Elvis is kind of getting up on stage after taking God knows what, just like combination of prescription drugs in this sort of weird euphoric state about to go and give the performance of his life to then go and probably just like have a horrendous come down and then get his doctor to come up and shoot him full of morphine so that he can sleep. It's like a sort of 
I don't know. It's 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 like this 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 thing, this crazy weird buzz that you know has to like reach this horrendous conclusion. Like brilliant casting. Yeah, but but for everyone as well um, because Priscilla is yeah. really well cast as well. Oh yeah. yeah, no, that's the thing. We will look. We're not going to go into the morality of Elvis as a person overall. You know, like I said earlier, it's out there for you to find. You know, Google it. Yeah, I'm not going to take this down a horrible depressing route that said i think if you're gonna include priscilla in the film which you have to um yeah don't gloss over the fact that she's a kid she's 14 when they meet and get together and they just go and he's 10 years older than exactly her. and they go um what is it like oh he met a teenager at an army camp but that makes it like that yeah. almost makes it like at the time i understand it's a different era i understand these things happen so but that makes it almost sound like oh yeah she's 16 17 18 He's early twenties. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Uh, she's the, a kid. the way the way they the way they phrased it made it sound like she could easily have been. Yeah, it was really sort and of him be twenty two. Yeah, but no, he was twenty four and she was fourteen. It came across as this almost cop out of like, oh, we, like we have to mention it because people won't like it if we don't. But we don't want to make out El- like yeah. obviously you don't want to make Elvis seem like a bad guy. Like you 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 can't almost you can't make the movie and do that. So no. they did it, but I just think like. Commit to it, or don't do it. But well, know. this is this is exactly the reason why they probably won't ever make a Michael Jackson bio. Oh, of course. Anyway, we're not doing this. We will live blue Hawaii. We will talk about that <laughs> because we have to. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I think I think um, I this is I think this is the first movie I'm going to say this for for the very little sway and power we hold over you, the viewers. Uh, I am going to say, go and see the movie like yeah go and see it don't don't just be like oh i'm not really interested in Elvis or oh, oh it doesn't really look like my thing i don't care like it's great it's really good and even if you don't do you know what? if you're not an elvis fan and you're not really familiar with elvis uh and his work this will almost make you feel like one like it it does such a great job of making you feel almost how they would have back then like it's still uh, and you yeah. know what um, I, prior to watching this, like, last year, maybe, actually, or it might have even been in 2020, sort of, some lockdown, first lockdown summer, um, my mum actually was listening to, she got, um, she, she'd been going through this book over lockdown of, like, a thousand albums to listen yeah, to I got before that one. you die or something like that, yeah, oh, yeah, you, you do, don't yeah. you? Yeah. And, um... Through that, she got into listening to quite a lot of Elvis, and she found, um, I don't know if they're on Spotify or anything, but she found on YouTube, the Sun Sessions, mm-hmm. which are mentioned in the movie, like yeah. his first um, his first record deal that he gets, his first recording deal, which is to record in Sun Studios. Um, listen to them. Yeah. Because they're gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're absolutely incredible. It's definitely one to watch. A hundred go and watch the movie that said uh worse than morbius let's move on <laughs> no yeah uh, better or worse than morbius um sorry ask me again because i don't want to have to think about i don't th- no I, i'm not going to ask you again i think it's funny that you had to think about that <laughs> of course it's better than morbius yeah it's a million times better um, than morbius isn't it yeah it, it, it makes it do you know what 
it makes Morbius look like Morbius wasn't a movie, like like Morbius was a a bad yeah. a bad dream we had. It makes Morbius look like a look like a particularly forgettable cutscene in like one of the bad installments of Resident Evil. Yeah, there you go. That's it. And yeah. and um, if you do you not know, watch Morbius, look at Jared Leto's performance, then watch Elvis, watch Austin Butler's performance. I think you'll appreciate how bad one is and how good the other is. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, and also, of course you don't have to watch Austin, Morbius. Austin Butler, watch Austin Butler didn't um, didn't bother pissing off the entire cast and crew by no, he seems like a good being bloke. a wanker and method acting. Yeah. Um, he did the Elvis voice a lot, didn't he? That was one thing. That well, yeah, but then I think you kind of... But I think also... You, he still does, but I think it must be if you spend... Yeah. When did it start Start filming in the first lockdown? So if you spend literally nearly two years in that voice an and voice. dressed as Elvis and with your hair cut like Elvis, I think you're probably going to get stuck in it for a little while. Yeah. And, and also not just talking um, like Elvis, singing like Elvis as well. Like... Yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, we said it earlier. Which is just a whole different level to be able to sing like Elvis. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, better than Morbius. So better than um, Morbius. So Elvis is a movie about Elvis. Uh, Elvis um, did some music. He also did some films. I meant to think long and hard about this because there aren't many links between Elvis and the movie we're about to talk about. We watched uh, heartbreakingly for the first time, not together. We watched yeah, Blue Hawaii. Uh, normally, for context, I'm not upset that we didn't watch a movie together. We uh, normally we watch the older movies that we cover together. We watched Blue Hawaii, and it's a film I've seen before, but years ago, when I think probably just when it was like on TV, like on Film Four or something like that. Um, I loved it. It's you know right. With a lot of caveats, we have some things to discuss about this film. So, uh, yeah, Blue Hawaii was a film that was part of Elvis's MGM contract. Uh, it is, and here's some facts about it while we're at it. It is the film, the Elvis film with the most songs in it. It's got 15 tracks in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is also, Blue Hawaii, the album, is also Elvis's most successful charting album. Which you wouldn't expect. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it's not inconceivable. I just want. I just want. I just want to say, this is widely regarded as one of Elvis's good films. Yeah. Well. Well. No. This was not a good. Film. No. Like it is and it isn't though. Like uh, even in the film they touch on it. Like this wasn't the kind of film he set out to make. This was. No, what no, no, this I, was was I, one of his I completely good recognize that musical films like this this is appreciated because it's got some great songs in it it's got some like yeah some iconic scenes in it like the wedding scene at the end like yeah it's i don't think it's i don't think it's regarded as oh my god this is the best the most critically well received elvis film there is i think it's just that this film is the most elvis of the elvis films yeah, okay, okay, okay. If you like his music, you're going to love it. Yeah, I mean, so it is surprisingly long. It's an hour and 40 minutes long. Um, yeah. Doesn't feel it, particularly. No. It doesn't feel that long. And it's. I know that you said that it's bad, and I know that you 
thought it was a bit laughable. Come on, it is bad. No, it, it, it is yeah, bad. yeah, but it's but so film. are all films like this from then. This isn't like <laughs> you well, know. Well, no, 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 because so right. So I so I watched this. I watched this with my mum. Um, and we had this conversation about the fact that it feels amateurish, right? And that's not because they didn't know how to make films yet, right? No, because obviously. 30 fucking years ago. Yeah, but this example, type of film. Made, like, they made, like, The Third Man, which was which is widely renowned they to this day as, like, maybe the, the best landing. film ever, right? Yeah, they, they no, faked the moon fake landing. Moon. They were, For the they record, were good at doing they didn't. We don't think that. That also, was this came out in 1962. Yeah, I know. It, it actually came out in 1961, but that's fine. 22nd of November 1961. I've written it in my facts. Oh, fuck's sake. It had a box office of $4.2 million as well. What was the budget? Um, that isn't here. Let me have a look. <laughs> 30 quid. Blue Hawaii $30. budget. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Uh, but well, um, oh, weirdly, though, uh, it, was, it came straight out for rental. But anyway, carry on. That is weird. Yeah. That's very weird. Well, it didn't go to cinemas. Well, I imagine it did, but it was a straight-to-rental movie as well. Weird. It was, it was announced under the title, <laughs> Hawaii Beach Boy. <laughs> what a... What a <laughs> wow. That would have grabbed me. If I was kicking about in 1961 and I saw Hawaii Beach oh, Boy advertised on the side okay. of the bus... This is why it feels... This isn't in my facts page. You were saying a second ago before I rudely interrupted you that it feels low effort, low budget, all of this. Yeah. So here's some background to the filming. Elvis arrived in Hawaii actually to, to do a charity concert uh, yeah. in memorial of the Pearl Harbor attacks. And yeah. uh, he, while he was there, he was staying there for three weeks and he just, he just filmed this while he did it. Um... They then did. They went back, finished the film, and then here we go. This is a fun fact. So, couldn't really do any reshoots and couldn't really do many shots back in America in the studio because he was. Is this by any chance going to mention the fact that there is a scene where they are sitting overlooking Hawaii and the sea? That's very obviously them just sat in front of a map painting. No, it's not. So they, they couldn't really do reshoots, uh, and everyone was told to avoid Elvis's parties back in America uh, because everyone was turning up to reshoots just looking tired and ill. <laughs> so, they could, so they had to shoot it pretty much in three weeks. Okay. Um, Weird. Yeah. Uh, and Interesting. <laughs> here's another fun fact. This is completely off topic. Elvis was 26 when this filmed, okay? And mm-hmm. Angela Lansbury was his mother in it. How old do you reckon Angela Lansbury was in it? Uh, I don't know. 35. 35? Yeah, would you know that? Watching it? No. No, not to... No. You know. Not at all. Um, no shame to anyone, but um, I would never have guessed she was 35. I would have thought she was old enough to be his mother. Um and the, t- the uh Nancy Walters who played the school teacher was yeah. only eighteen months older than Elvis, which is weird because in the film she makes a point of repeatedly telling him that she's a fair bit older than him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't work out how old she was. Supposed no, to neither be. could I because she didn't look that much older than him. And no. and she's right from the start. He's like, I can pick a school teacher out, and he goes straight over to the old woman, 
and then the younger woman sat yeah. behind and she's like, I'm the school teacher. Actually, I'm the school yeah. teacher. Yeah. So, but, I, but, I, but then she's going about how old she is throughout the movie. So, you know, whatever. I guess women really are held to different standards, aren't they? They really they are. They really and are. I, that is something. That is something that I want to the the just like the one of the most, and I know it's a product of the time. The most the misogynistic movie I've seen in so long. Uh yeah. Like, I mean this fucking state of it. There's <laughs> there's one bit that me and my mum had hysterics at, which is towards the end. And it's when they all there's when they all turn up at the so Elvis and um Is it the hotel then, room scene? Because I thought that was hilarious when they're all part No, it's there. that is funny, but it's bef- right, just before the hotel room scene. Um where they're all going into the hotel together mm. and Ellie doesn't wanna whatever or she's like making a fuss, I don't know. Essentially it's her and Elvis outside and they've everyone else has gone in. As Ellie walks past, Elvis totally goes to smack her ass but then refrains. Really? I didn't even notice like, that. Like it's it's hilarious, and like he goes to he totally goes to like slap her ass, and then stops, and then like kind of like there's like a moment of hesitation where he lifts his hand back up and then kind of puts it back down. Is, to his do side. you think that's supposed because to be it, a joke in the film, or do you think that's just I, Elvis? But I can't tell. I can't tell because it's not obvious enough. Yeah, like it's, it's not it's not like an obvious visual Bizarre. gag. But then at the same time, it's such a weirdly amateurish I, film I, that it could be supposed to be a visual gag, but that just fell short. And so, like, what the fuck yeah, is Yeah, what on? I will say um, is we need to make it very, very clear. Uh, yeah. Yes, there are problems with this film, this film, and yes, we will touch on it. That said, it is from 1961. And yeah, we, and us saying it, this film, you know, me saying I enjoyed this film, Alfie saying he enjoyed this film, whatever, is not because we enjoy these things. Um, it's, you know, there are, there are, I think, more than anything, I just, I just think... Uh, I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't know. I just. There's, I want to make it really clear that we don't support that. There's entertainment value to be drawn from this film because it is ridiculous. Yes, and there are some. You know, there's some good songs, and there there are. <laughs> to be fair, there are a, a few good. You know, jokes and gags here and there. Um, yeah, his dad. But I is, think a lot of them funny are funny and... because of how dated they are. Oh yeah. Well, well no, I because think... some of them are just uncomfortable. Like his mum throughout it yeah. is just being, like you say, just racist. He's like. Uh, you're not to hang out with people that aren't white middle class men, Elvis. You're not to hang out with your with your native girlfriend. I don't know. I know. I know. Who's also who's totally just played by a white woman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, the oh, the mum and the dad call, yeah. call each the other mummy and daddy. Yeah. Which is weird, but she goes so just just because then when I say I daddy, I, I think I know which it, bit you're gonna which which yeah, yeah. you're gonna she, say. She goes. <laughs> she goes. She goes. In her also. The actor oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. who plays her is British, yeah. I think, and is doing the most awful Deep South accent you've ever but heard. But she just sounds British try and at points. Yeah. But she goes, Daddy, what did we do wrong? And then the dad <laughs> just goes, offhand, I'd say we got married. Like, no, but, what? okay, but also, like, <laughs> just the way that, like, okay, these jokes are It's such a, outdated, it's just such a. But the, the actor, <laughs> I've got to say, I don't know who played his dad. Credit to him. His his t- the way he times these things. His delivery. His delivery is consistently. Yeah, he's so funny. He's great. You see things on on like, there's like old person Facebook memes that's like 
oh, I hate the wife. I wish I could just be fishing all the time. You know, the birthday cards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I hate my wife birthday cards. Yeah. Right? They just hate the wife. They hate their wife. And this has got got, got that in it. He just hates the wife. Why do they hate the wife? What's that about? I don't understand. I don't know. It was hilarious. It was absolutely (laughs) hilarious. I got got a couple of bits to say. Yeah. It's just just because um, I'm aware of the fact that we've spoken about the joke. Um, well, people don't know what the movie is. Uh, so, the movie <laughs> is Elvis is playing um, Chad Gates, who's returned from the military. Also, also, like this is r- parallel to his life. He had just returned from the military and had started a film career. Um, he's returned from the military in the film. Uh, he is. He, uh, the plane lands, plane door opens up, and his girlfriend stood there waiting for him, and he's just making out with another woman. Dog of a bloke. Yeah. Um, But then he goes, oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just messing around. Also, also, the guy stood behind, and he's like, when I came back from service, I, whatever. And the the flight attendant's just like, yeah, cool. And it's just shoving him back on the plane. (laughs) She's just like, yeah, cool, (laughs) shut up. Um, It is also, I think, the first and last time that an MG will ever be the car of choice uh, in a Hollywood <laughs> film. <laughs> yeah. Which is... Very possibly. Yeah. And also, so Elvis has just... Uh, or Chad has just finished cheating on his girlfriend. He then... She's, she's, she's not hanging about, to be fair. She's flying through the streets. And he's just like, yeah, yeah we're not going home. And he wrestles the wheel off her at far yeah, faster yeah. than that car should ever be going. And swings it down towards the beach. I, like, chill out. Whilst, Chill out. And then and then starts singing a song when she asks if he was if he cheated on her while he was away yeah. in Europe. Where he's like, yeah, not much. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> like the the song the song is called "I Was Almost Always True to You." It's a good song, though. and all of the songs of this are great. It's great, but it's, it's classic Elvis. It's great, Elvis. You know, sort of like like weird, like not weird. Just like he's crooning. He sounds lovely. He's got his lovely voice on, but he's just going like. Yeah, I didn't cheat on you. He's much. the least convincing lip syncer in the film, though. No, I know, but also that's not helped by the fact that this era of musicals was just they just play the fully processed. Song oh no, over the top. no, that, no. But what I mean um, is, she. First of all, he he is not in time with himself. Uh, secondly, <laughs> no, he's no. pulling all the he's pulling all these faces and everything while he's doing. It. He's really expressive while he's um lip sync, which you know, fair enough, it's fun. Um, but he obviously isn't in the recording and. But it, which is fine, I get that. Maybe that's the tone they're going for. Uh, except, yeah, yeah. except no, it isn't because she's nailing it. She's like in time, perfectly matching like her words. Little bit forward in the film, they're on a boat. Uh, him and his, him and his mates, and they're they're a band and they're they're doing their songs. And there is one of them who has a guitar. And now, if you look at him, he is a obviously not playing that guitar. Uh, like he's, There's a few of those moments. Yeah, there There's are, there are but this is the worst one. Very funny. Because they, like, yeah. all the way through the film, he's obviously not playing the guitar. He's obviously sort of miming it. But yeah. in that song, there is no guitar. Yeah. So similar in the in the wedding scene right at the end there's a guy playing a guitar and he has a mat he has a proper lando clapping to yub nub moment i didn't notice that but um, i think because you had just called me when that scene was coming on yeah yeah, yeah. um really fucking funny yeah there, there, there are so many of those points um where it's just like 
they didn't have the. It's, it's almost like they didn't have the song on set, like they couldn't play it for yeah. them to sing along to or something. So they were just like, just kind of just do it, and we'll try and match it up. Like what? Yeah. Also, the um, I've got a note. Elvis will be halfway through a conversation and the song will start and then suddenly his voice is <laughs> yeah. studio recorded with reverb yeah. and it sounds hilarious because he'll start singing and it's just like suddenly just like, just like, a, it's, it's just like, it's like someone's just played, like someone's put an Elvis song in where there shouldn't be an Elvis <laughs> song. Like it doesn't fit the, like it, it's so, the, the movie is so, it feels so cheap. Yeah, it's hilarious. Of course, yeah, but it and it and it adds to it. It makes it even more. But I think that's why I loved I it. I'm saying like because this yeah. is the thing is you're saying oh, well it, like because I said I like it. And you go well, well it's just bad. Yeah. No, no, I know, but it, no, but it's it's enjoy it's yeah I, it's, it, it, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I found it fucking hilarious. Should we do now to, right uh, now just to clarify your point of view? Better or worse than Morbius? Um, I, I think on a par, but more enjoyable. Yeah, 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 okay, per- yeah, perfect. On a par, but more enjoyable. Um, uh, so, she, um, I want, I want to get this right, mm-hmm. because, um, because, and I, I know we're not gonna, we're not gonna try and suggest that we expected this movie to be the pinnacle of, uh, cultural representation. So, yeah, okay, so, the, uh, the garland or necklace give of flowers given mm-hmm. in Hawaii as a token of welcome or farewell are called um are called it's called a lei. Right? Oh yeah, I did notice this. And yeah. Yeah, and, and she and she goes up to um I've just read that on Google, by the way. That's not my off the dome definition of a lei. But um We can pretend but, it is. No, it's fine. The I, listeners I, I, at I home pretend up. it is. Pretend that you didn't hear him say oh, yeah, that. Pre- yeah, pretend pretend that I didn't say that. Um but but uh, what's her name? Miley. Uh, Miley goes up to uh, tourists, the guests yeah. who Elvis is showing around, and refers to them as aloha. They refer to several things as alohas in this movie, and they say aloha just all like... the time, which I think is a bit of a joke in the movie because they go, they start saying it, and the dad's just like, "Yeah, just um... uh, just quickly." Um, just because we jumped to, jumped ahead and I don't want to go back all the way back to the start of the film, he does have two songs in a row about cheating on his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He does one of which takes place. So he swims. <laughs> so he, he, so him and his girlfriend. Are, so he comes off the plane. He gets in the car. He sings about how he cheated on her just a little bit directly to her. Then they get to the beach together. They go in the sea. Um, how does he she lose her? her top? Just quickly, how does she lose her? I don't top? Know, it just comes. It just comes yeah. off. I don't know. It just comes off. Yeah. So he's so he sings to her about how he only cheated on her like a little bit, and they go then they go to the beach and then he presents her with this um, swimming suit that he bought her in Paris, um, and she's like, oh, I'm I, I I'm so happy that you were thinking of me. <laughs> he's like, no, I wasn't. I was thinking of me. And then they swim out um, and they have a nice little time splashing around with their just like swimming. Oh flippers, no, oh, which just they quickly, needed for some reason. When he chases her around the beach and like tackles her into the water, oh, all yeah, of that looks painful. Like... I and then they, and then he tackles it, or she falls he onto just, the like, sand. Body, yeah, I know. It, it looks like it hurts so yeah. much. Like he just bodied her. It's <laughs> fucking like what the hell? And then they go in the sea together. They're swimming out, and then his, and then Elvis's um Hawaiian mates row, row up, and then they just get they pull him out onto the boat. They all start singing their songs together, and they just row back to shore and leave <laughs> her in the yeah. sea. And then she loses her top somehow. 
Um, <laughs> and then, like, they all just sing another song about him and cheating just leave on her. Because they're like him cheating yeah. on her, and then leave her in the sea the whole time. <laughs> For the the dog goes and brings her a brings her a shirt, and they're all like, "Stupid dog! Why the hell's it doing that?" <laughs> and it's like, and then one of them is on. like, "Don't be mean. He's sensitive." And the, and then the guy's like, "He can't hear me. Can can he?" <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of jokes that I'm not. That I couldn't tell if people would have found funny. At I the love time. them now. I love. I love this. I love. I got a couple of quotes, and these are these are semi jokes, semi not. I've got. She she approaches one of the Hawaiian men, one of the natives, and she goes, uh, "The natives, as his mum calls them." Um, yeah. and she goes, "Don't you take judo?" Just out of nowhere, she goes, "Don't you take judo?" And then the guy goes, "No, man, don't live on muscles alone," as if. She hinted at that, that the, the, the yeah. man might live on muscles alone. Uh, then, in, not long after, someone asks her, do you, she's, she walks up, she's got her bag on, and, and, and they go, do you have any ketchup? You know, as if she might be carrying just a <laughs> bottle in her bag. And then she says, I've got lipstick, same colour. He then turns to her and says, I'm on a diet, lipstick's too fattening. Which suggests that, like, had he not currently been on a diet, he would have just been like, oh, yeah, that'll do. Yeah, I'll have lipstick. <laughs> also, I'll also that he he has previously eaten lipstick and is like, oh, this does bad things to my body. This is fattening. Because <laughs> he can't just um, Google that at the time. He can't. He doesn't know the nutritional content of lipstick without eating it. Yeah. They then have a terrible date. They have the worst date ever because they go to have a picnic at the like top of the hill, and then she's like. Elvis, you got to get a job, and he's like, "Yeah, I guess I better get a job." Anyway, uh, bye. I'm gonna go get a job, and then just leaves. Yeah, he just runs. And he goes to leave her. He's about to leave her. Yeah, (laughs) she's like, "You, you're not gonna drive me back." He's a, he's a walking red flag. I know. Um, that interview was then one question long as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the boss, the boss, the boss (laughs) should be in a home. The boss boss is like like Jeff Goldblum. the, the boss, the, every single line that the boss has feels like it's improvised. Yeah, yeah. Which he probably was because I didn't realize they filmed it all in three weeks. But like, there's a bit where he comes, he he comes. So Elvis gets in a bar fight. Oh, I love this. He gets arrested. Though. I thought this was just funny when he's yeah. It was hilarious, but he gets in a bar fight and gets arrested. Um, no, I mean the I mean the boss the turns boss, up. Yeah, the boss was funny, not the bar fight. Yeah, no, no, but the the, bo- the boss turns up to essentially to come and fire Elvis, but he's just talking like, it's really weird. It's really weird. It feels like, it, it, yeah, it feels like it's improvised. It doesn't feel like it was a, it was a written down bit of dialogue. Um, none of, none of his scenes do. Uh, he's a really weird character. Yeah. The, the note Mr. that I Chapman. made about him is Mr. Chapman. Yeah. The, the note that I made about him somewhere, I can't find it, but um, he should be in a home. Um, also, uh, the fucking I can't remember who I wrote it about, but I think it was probably just some of the some of the conversation between some of the identical, like old, like just old American white guys. Um, was this is what people mean when they say white people have no culture? Like I didn't hear like, that, th- but yeah, um, bizarre. Like yeah, just. Speaking like of the, bizarre, yeah, I like uh, Elvis gets told that he's his first job as a tour guide is gonna be a teacher, a group of students. Um, yeah, and she's she's being really weird about the fact they're teenage girls. She's going about that in a weird way. Uh, but he goes, yeah, I get on very well with teenagers. 
I bet you do, Elvis. I bet you do. You famously do. And then, and then, his girlfriend then says about how she's an older woman, which again she doesn't seem it. Uh, she goes on about the yeah. teachers and older women, and Elvis goes, "If she's older women, the rest of the group are in big trouble." Ha! Yeah. He doesn't even just like laugh. He's just like ha. No. <laughs> I think it's very um, funny. Yeah. Uh, he, he's, he's very inappropriate with his tall guy, tall for the most part. Although, very no, because you know what, actually? Um, so there's the scene where they're all one by one, they're knocking on his hotel room door, and they're sort of piling in. Yeah. And there is throughout, there's a 17-year-old that wants to get in bed with him, essentially. He um, makes a comment to her um, to turn her down. The, fir- the first time she tries, the first time she propositions him, he tells her that he doesn't rob cradles. Which is very funny. Um, uh, it's funny, good. considering... He does, in fact. He does in real IRL life. Rob cradles. Rob cradles. But um, I um, I like that he first of all he turns her down because he's like she's she's going to like she wants to like kiss him or not. And he's like close your eyes, put your arms out, and he just drops the firewood on her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I also though <laughs> I like that um I I like the first of all he goes to carry her out of the hotel room, which is odd. But he go- sends her behind the curtain to when the other girls come in. Um, he then sends them like behind the curtain when the teacher goes in. He's sending them at the back. And he goes, "Girls in the bed." And he's like, oh, "No, no!" And then he sends them at the back door. And I just thought it was so funny. I mean, in re- in real life, he was thinking, "Girls in the bed." Yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> but in in the film, um, yeah, no, I I thought that was funny. I thought it was a very funny joke. Some of these jokes, like you say, were they funny at the time? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And that's what... Um, Maybe Elvis was that's well ahead was... of his time. I don't know, man. Really funny. But I don't know if he was, because... He's quite good in this as well. I gotta say, like, <clears throat> he's fine in this. He's probably the best he... of them. All right, actually, no, because I... Yeah, I, was, I had also had this conversation with my mum. Elvis is the best actor in, in the movie. <laughs> Which is weird, because, like... <laughs> the, 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 like, the bit at the start, the bit right at the start, the first scene... Um, oh, so... the police officer, I wrote, I wrote a note about that. <laughs> It's like worst beating. acting I've ever seen. It's like, what? it's like what the hell? It's like worse than anything from the room, even. Oh, like, I also it's, just it's literally just like what, like what? <laughs> I don't know. It's like they actually just grabbed some guy off the street. Like they grabbed an actual just like traffic cop from Hawaii. I think they. they like, I think oh. that actually must have been it though. I yeah. think they probably just have got an actual traffic cop. Yeah. Yeah, bizarre. I like the so odd. the line um, where he calls her calls Ellie Miss Oversexed and Underaged. Yes, that was I've, good. I made a note of that, that was well. good. And, um, but then he he says that to her, which is you know scathing. But she she after no sort of prior warning in the film, she she then goes to kill herself. She goes. To she goes to herself. drown herself. <laughs> he and, and I fucking yeah. Sorry. I didn't want to talk <laughs> about this, was, but I, I I think we have to. Bring we do it up because I. <laughs> I was so I was texting Josh. I, I'll read out our um, I'll read out our text. So, um, at twenty four past midnight, I say, "Mate, where are where are you in it? Have you watched the scene? You'll know what I mean if you have." He says, "One hour thirty. One hour thirty. Which scene?" At this point, he's three minutes behind me. So he says, "This whole film has become a mad trip." I say, "Ha ha 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 ha! You're so close." Josh says, why is she trying to kill herself? At this point, I was reading the text out to my mum. We're both in hysterics at this. Mate, you are not ready. Josh, 
oh my god, what the fuck is about to happen? Is he gonna spank her? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the I, fuck? Okay, to be fair, right? This that wasn't. I didn't just assume that she's tried to kill herself. The next, the next logical step is he'll spank her. I wasn't thinking, is this what's no, gonna no, happen? No. He he literally says, um, you could do, like you could do with a good a good old fashioned spanking. And I thought maybe yeah. maybe they leave it there. Maybe that's just maybe it's because like again of the time, you know. Weird, but off the top, whatever. And then he bends her over, he bends this girl who's just gone to kill herself, also has made several sexual advances on him, uh, and he bends her over his knee, and he, he gives her a good few spankings. Um, and, and but, it, no, but, but no, but it just fades out to the next shot. Oh, okay, so he's, he's still so doing he, it. Yes, so he's indefinitely spanking Ellie. Um, <laughs> For an undisclosed period of time. <laughs> yeah, and... Um, yeah, also, because I don't think it's supposed to be sexual. But also, also, it's like it's like fun. the night time. It's like the the late evening. <laughs> the next scene is daytime. When, when she leaves, and the next scene is so like, yeah. yeah it's so if, a it, if it's day. long enough that so they had to fade away, for, he was chasing her for twelve. No, no, no. no when, so when at the start of the chase, it's like dark, right? Mm. It's like late evening, and then when he finds her on the beach, it's like maybe early evening, but it's just like a cloudy day. Yeah, but this is a. So, I think this is as a result of they probably had three weeks. They filmed the the, the initial scene. and They were like, "Oh shit, it's supposed to rain later. The weather's not going to hold up. Let's just film no, this know, earlier on." No, no, but, but like, yeah, you're right. It seems cheap as well. But then probably. it, I know it's funny. But then it, but then so yeah, so he's spanking her indefinitely. Who knows how long that lasted? But then it fades to black, fades back in, or maybe it just it's just a crossfade. I don't know. Um, and they're all just sitting around the table and they're all just laughing about it. Yeah. Like, about the fact that she tried to drown herself. Bizarre. And, like, the teacher or something says, oh, I'm glad you didn't get a cold. Oh, yeah. She said, she said I'm glad you didn't get a head cold. And then, um, and then Ellie says, oh, I got quite the opposite or something. Bizarre. And, like, I don't know what that means. And then also, uh, completely um, out of the blue, pretty much straight after, because this happens about ten minutes left. Uh, uh, he just proposes to his girlfriend, which is, which is, which is fine. But, but, in a, but he's been well, yeah. First of all, in the way, in the sense that he, so that they, they, he doesn't want to work for his parents, and he doesn't want to work for Mister Chapman or anything. So he's like, we're gonna do our own tour guide thing, um, you know, and kind of linked with his parents' company. And, and she goes, um, she, she, she suggests their surnames, and then basically, like, you know, tour guides, and he goes. What about Gates to Hawaii? And she goes, no mention of me. And he's like, did you not notice I said Gates plural? This is a proposal. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Cool. Well done, Elvis. Chad. Out of nowhere. Um, it's so funny that he's just called Chad as well. Isn't he called Chadwick? <laughs> he's called Chadwick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's constantly referred to as Chad. But, um, um, then it, I mean, then they get married and it ends. And, and, I think probably that's all we need to give it, but I, I, yeah, it, terror, you know, uh, like I said, on a par with Morbius, um, obviously it has more excuses than Morbius because it is, it's, it, it's the equivalent of Harry Styles making a film. No, Harry Styles, that's not because he has made films and he's good at it. Um, yeah. it's the equivalent of Justin Bieber deciding, well, I'm just going to do some acting. Um, and it's also going to be a musical. And yeah. just then doing that for three weeks in the 60s. So, like, yeah. On probably quite a small 
budget comparatively. A, a very small budget, I imagine. But yeah. Um, so it gets excuses that Morbius doesn't. But yeah, actually, if you if you adjust for inflation, and by adjust for inflation, I mean adjust for standards. Um, <laughs> on a par. Uh, but I enjoyed this a lot more. Yeah, a lot more and great soundtrack. Um, it looks nice. It's a nice looking film. Yeah. Um, it has some. It has pretty, some funny pretty jokes. in the 1960s. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's nice. It has some funny jokes. It has some really dated and aged jokes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like Elvis is surprisingly good in it because you think like. You think, you know, he's a, like, yes, he can sing and yes, he can sort of, like, dance as well. Like, you know, can he dance or can he just, like, move about? Is he actually a good I mean, dancer? He can, he can, anyway. He can convince, in the same way as, you know, like, what the fuck was Michael Jackson doing? Yeah, exactly. But, 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 but he, can, yeah. can, he can convincingly move. But he can do that. that. Fair enough. You, you kind of, like, that's, that's one thing. But you yeah. wouldn't assume, like, it's not a given that he could also act. And also, no. what a gamble to just be like, yeah, we're just gonna like this this boy from Memphis. We're also just gonna now chuck him in a film. Yeah, like you know, fair play, fair play, Elvis. Uh, it's yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, I do. Just want to. I do. Uh, I do have one question. Yeah, I do. I have one question, um, and it relates to the fact that, um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make an assumption here. Okay. Because I'm going to assume the way in which the makers of this movie were racist which is that their so I'm going to say Chinese servant oh it's called Ping Pong parents it's called Ping Pong yeah and is that the same as in a Chinese movie them having an American servant called Baseball and well see I took it to be Ping pong obviously rhymes with stereotypical Chinese phrases that people like to yeah. do in racist jokes. I just assumed it was to do that, but yeah, it is. It is just like it's like uh, you know, you or I go over there it's and just they like call us it... cricket, yeah, or football. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't say football. Uh, initially, I didn't say football because you might assume American football, but you know, yeah, the beautiful okay. game, every beautiful everyone's game. game. So. That about does it. I think. I think we've covered. I think we've covered Elvis enough. So Elvis has left the building again. Uh, he's gone. Elvis has um, gone home. But before we go, uh, this as the last episodes have been. You've you've heard it a million times now. This this episode is in affiliation with Audible. Uh, Audible's great. Use it. It's, it's audio books. We love it. We love them as people. We love them as a company. Is there an Elvis? Is there an Elvis audiobook? Yeah, there's books about Elvis. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, go, go and go and listen to an Elvis, but like go biography. Listen to an Elvis biography. Listen to le- listen to the uh, Destined to Die Young. Listen to that. Uh, good book. Anyway, um, you can go to audibletrial.com forward slash Glovenhoof. That link is in the description. Uh, we do get a little kickback. There is also in the description of this episode. There will be a link to uh, a little. What's it called? What's the uh, buy buy me a coffee? The one where you buy buy us a coffee? Like you know, give give sort of enough for a coffee. I guess is the idea of that. But there will be a link to that as well. Um, 
any any sort of help is is much appreciated because it isn't cheap to run a podcast anyway um as much as it may seem it it may seem cheap it may seem low budget but oh boy it is not um also like there's a uh it is worth saying that there's a lot of things we want to work on in the future um that i think any money we make this is kind of an aside thing any money we make off this will go straight into that um Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things we've spoken about doing that that, you know they're not going to be cheap but some very sort of exciting plans for the future anyway exciting, exciting for us although well, no, they should be exciting for you you don't know about them yet but when you yeah, hear about yeah. them you'll yeah. be like oh my god good plan yes um, you'll be like sick sick exciting. idea guys um anyway that does it elvis has definitely left the building now he's actually on the tour bus down the road he's gone ages ago uh, no, he's still in the building he's just gone to the loo i hope he comes back oh i hope he's uh, yeah i <laughs> yeah i hope he comes back from the toilet um, <laughs> uh, because, because, ladies and gentlemen, he didn't. He he died on the toilet. He was found dead on the toilet. For those of you who don't know, spoilers. Um, spoiler alert. Yeah, right. It's been great. Um, in two weeks' time, uh, we're do you know what? I'm gonna be quite honest with with you. Uh, we don't know what we'll be covering. Maybe better call Saul. I don't know. Maybe we could do better call Saul. No, I don't know. Look. Uh, so as far as it goes, in two weeks' time, we will be back definitely with an episode. That is 100% guaranteed. I don't know what we'll be doing. I've got a lot going on myself, so I don't know if I'll be able to go and see anything new. Uh, but I'll put a tweet out. Uh, the Twitter is linked in the description as well. There's so many links in the description. Uh, I'll put a tweet out when we know. Anyway, uh, it's, been, it's been a ride. Thank you very much, as Elvis says. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Elvis. And on that bombshell... I've left the building. Back to the studio.